You are listening to the Hello Sport Podcast. I, whenever I get new shoes that are like, not to, like, when's the last time, maybe you more than me, but like, I can't tell you the last time I've been at like a pub that's that fucking heaving by the end of it where you are just going to get shit all over your shoes or there's drinks or people step Well, we went to the marathon after party recently. That was not as fucking. That was, that was, I went home with dirty shoes. It was a dirty shoe night. Fuck, I don't even think that was a dirty shoe night for me. You were maybe later, but it, but like not like Saturday. Saturday was dirty shoe night, and I get fucking dirty. Sh- I always seem to take a fresh pair of shoes to a dirty shoe night, thinking, ah, it won't be dirty shoe night, and it always is. I got new shoes on my 30th birthday. Oh, that was funny. And then I, That was a dirty shoe night. Dirty shoe night. And then I walked home from... I woke up at yours, six in the morning, not knowing where I was. <laughs> Then realised I was at yours, and I was like, "Fuck it, I'll walk home." I get downstairs, your walls and glass, like veranda, was soundproof. I had no idea it was absolutely shitting with rain. Double glazing, mate. It's a wonderful and thing. And so my new shoes that weren't meant to get dirty, <laughs> saturated, <laughs> absolutely saturated. Yeah, but you chose to walk home. You get downstairs. I didn't know how to get back up. My phone was dead. Oh, that's true. That's true. And I didn't know what room you were in. And it was close enough to my house that I can walk. Yeah. Like, it was like a 10-minute walk. Yeah, it wasn't too far. No. So I was like, But it was pissing down. Pissing down. Mm. Uh, yeah, it was a dirty shoe night on Saturday. I think... Not I th- a dirty shoe day. It was, a, it was a lovely day and then turned into a dirty shoe night. Well, like, I, I th- can I be honest with you? I reckon, it, I reckon it was daytime when it became dirty shoe territory. Yeah, no, it did. We've got dirty shoe energy, but dirty shoe territory is also like when there's just so many people that there's no... I don't... It's obviously got to do with like weight of numbers. I get that. I get that that's where dirty shoe territory starts. I think as well, and this is just a vibe thing, that dirty shoe territory starts to really get into its work as people get a bit looser because they start treading on each other's feet. Correct. And you don't even notice no, it. No, you don't. But it must happen. It happens all the time. But also it's like just, you know, space for your feet gets less and less and people are all walking over each other people are spilling drinks and fucking because yeah, the floor's usually damp yep and that which you was, don't realize that as floor well was sticky going in yeah it was because it's like it usually a dance floor so obviously if you're moving your hips properly yeah yo and you're gonna you're gonna spill some liquid what are we talking about punters and dribblers well saturday night we had a little shindig uh at ravisi's it's funny the amount of for like four big day rose like that was it like was in we had some friends down there and rose was on and but like you know it was like it was a party that we put on but of like just of for some mates and people coming up like patty i think at one point said to me and he wasn't the only one to be like so wait so like what's this actually for and i was like <laughs> i had to like stop and think for a second i'm like what is this for? Have we just thrown a fucking party for no reason at all? And I was people, like, oh. a couple of people asked me, and I, I'd come up with a pretty, I think, was a pretty reasonable response. Mm. Is that outside of some very loose golf days, the only, the only real photography we had of Big Day Rose was sit on these couches in the studio, correct? And we needed a little bit more in situ content. Yeah, exactly. Some Rose getting put through its paces. Yes, in. Uh, a situation where you might expect Rose, Rose to get put yeah. through its paces. You don't expect it necessarily to get put through its paces on a golf course, but you can because it's what it can be done. It's a versatile liquid like that. But then also like just two guys sitting on a podcast studio, not the like, 
not the most commonly expected place for Rosé to get pounded. Certainly in this room it is, but just more broadly speaking. Well, we're moving some, right? We've been moving some lately, which is great. Shout, so the shout out to everyone who has we love you. got on board. But I would just, if I'm hazarding a guess, my guess would be that most people aren't buying it to, to sit down and do a podcast with. Correct. That would be my guess. Yep. So we needed content to reflect more common scenarios in which the greatest rosé of all time would be pounded yeah. and pounded it was it was great to have a, a good session where the rosé was getting pounded into the earth's core and also on the content side of things like it's all well and good to get product shots you know which will which is fine and that'll like you know we do that but there's nothing like there's nothing like good honest photography where you go i know that i'm not being hoodwinked that's not like a big mac on display that's been all no, like fuck no, it's no. like that's people pounding rose into the core of the earth you can tell you can always tell you can tell a the real mccoy tom to yeah. go back there from you know something that's got makeup on yeah exactly if you know what i'm trying to yeah. say yeah because there is a certain aura that one gives off in the act of pounding Big Day Rosé. There's a certain look you give. Yes. Now, it was a great day. The weather held out for us. We were a bit concerned about the weather. Ended up being good. Mm -hmm. Shout out to Ravisi's. That's a good setup there. I'm not going to lie. It was actually, we'll be back. It's actually, it was actually cherry ripe. Yeah, it was perfect. If we're talking weather, it wasn't too hot. Yeah. wasn't too cold. The sun was out. Yeah. And the wind died down. And we had the we had an outdoor section for ourselves. And an indoor section. And an indoor section. We had an indoor section and, and an outdoor, outdoor section. section. And a private bar. And a DJ. And a DJ. For a very reasonable price. It was honestly... I, like, need to, I, need, yeah, I think we'll be cre back. Credit where credit's due. Ravisi's a, a wonderful job. Yeah. Did a wonderful job. Shout out to our son, Louis, for helping organise. Absolutely. Without Louis of 5 by Flynn uh, helping us out. Wouldn't have happened. Five by Flynn. Check him out. happened exclusively because of him. Check him out. Five by Flynn. Five by Flynn. Five by Flynn. Check him out. Good day, though. Some great garments. Terrific garments. Um, some best on grounds, if I can if I can hand out a couple for people. I think so. Uh, friend of the show, Ned Brockman. Yeah, yeah. He, getting I, into his work. I think, I think friend of the show, Ned Brockman, needs like he needs a hearty recognition yeah. because... There's some camera footage that he was filming himself going around like interviewing people around here that will... Never see the light of day. Yeah, but he, <laughs> he not he, just not on his part. Either. That's not like Ned was being weird. It was like there was just listen. It wasn't all safe for work. No, sort exactly. of stuff. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. Not because we've been inappropriate. No, just because you, just, you can assume that when you after you've been getting into your work for a significant amount of time, like just like release forms probably need to be signed before you can allow that shit to go out. Yeah. You know? Um. But Ned, Ned was indoor, mm. as he'd say. Yeah. Really terrific stuff. Bubbly, vibrant. Oh yeah. Getting after it. Look, you you you'd be up for an award of sorts of not a best on ground necessarily, well, but certainly Well, I I'd be I'm getting an award for on I'm, I was on ground. You were you were there, <laughs> certainly. You're getting an award. You're getting an award uh for something. You were you were there. You were on ground. Were you the best on ground or were you a guy that was on ground who like, you know I was on ground. Yeah. <laughs> I was definitely yeah. on ground. Most on ground. Not best on ground. Just most, most, yeah. most on ground. I played the most minutes. Think about <laughs> yeah, it that way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Yeah. Like, if you go to the end of the game, like, maybe I didn't fill the stat sheet necessarily. No, your, well, your stats might have got, got, got a red card. Yeah, yeah, your stats weren't great. They were there. You have stats. They were compelling, but they weren't the right stats you want. <laughs> necessarily. Yeah. Not all the right stats. Not all the right stats. Some. Some not. Yeah. A mixed day. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. You had a mixed day. Mixed day. You had a mixed day. Um, and there were probably a few more as well that I'm forgetting, but you and Brockman probably uh, stick out. Um, but it was good, dude. I had a great, I had a fucking rip-roar of a time. I had a lot of fun. It was good fun. Just a good, just a good energy, good venue. Yeah, great venue. Good rosé. Um, now. Did I mention the rosé? No, the rosé, which is still on sale. Now, let me let you in a little secret, punters and dribblers. Since it went on sale last week, we've actually sold the most rosé, like, in a block. Because obviously we do them in drops that we've ever sold. And we just wanted to say thank you very much to everyone who got around it. It's fucking mad. Um, we have been able to extend the sale till Thursday. So, this week... Pending, pending stock levels. Pending stock levels. But the you know Thursday is when it will one hundred percent be getting shut off. There's a chance it won't make it to Thursday, but that's where it is currently. Hellosport dot shop. But it's just a. I mean, you know what, dude? And this isn't uh, obviously we would say this right. So like you can take this comment with a grain of salt. But the overwhelming. Uh, sentiment of the day was holy fuck boys you've made one of the great rosés well one of the great drinks in human history the greatest rosé of all time people are, people are shocked continually yeah I think for some stupid reason a reason I've never been able to sort of understand people seem to think we talk shit yeah or that like if we were to do a rosé we would just pour like fluoro pink piss into a bottle and just try and sell it try to and move that dribble. like yeah. that's not what we're about here there, Tom and I are a, we're of a, a certain belief a strong belief rather you never skimp on quality. Mm -mm. It's not what we do. You got to provide quality to the punter and the dribbler, and we do that in the form of rosé, among other things. Um, not just rosé, but specifically rosé. In as this that's what we're talking about. What I like as well is because you and I have been on the rosé. I mean, listen, we've been drinking rosé a long time, but certainly, you know, the right time of year we the, do. Yeah. Well, yeah, but. We are now a bit more like seasoned to rosé generally as a, a liquid, as a substance. And like, you know, you know, like there are certain, if you, certain types of booze affects you differently, right? Like you can become a bit more fucking, I don't know, like gin apparently makes you emotional. I'm not yeah. a big gin guy, but you know, rum. Is, well, it's, that's the line. The line. It, makes you, it can make you a little bit You sad. know what I mean? Tequila is like an upper... In like, terms of alcohol, how are you? How, are you? how are you going? Erections, <laughs> whatever. But like a lot of people aren't necessarily au fait with, you know, a, a good old sesh on the rosés. And it actually, it creates the best fucking vibe. Like the energy. Everyone's just going for it. Like every, well, every, everyone's loving. Yeah. Loving it. Loving life. Rosé sets a fucking phenomenal tone. Yes, it does. The best tone. Yeah. Which is why I think it's important to remind the punter and the dribbler that as we have now entered slipping season, and we're slipping on our way to season. silly season, on our way in earnest, might I add, to horizontal season. Yep. That rose is going to pad your weekends, even your midweeks, if that's if well, you're that dude, sort of operator. You're, the calendars now, you now, you really, if you, uh, you've got to be booking. 
like you need to be booking in shit in December for now. Like you're, we, we actually need to start doing some booking. No, we do need to do some booking because we haven't done any booking. No, we haven't. And there's plenty of booking to be done. I breathed a sigh of relief after the weekend. So I'm like, okay, I think it'd be a clear air in terms of like things to do uh, that involve you know getting out and about it on the town. I don't. I got a box this weekend. Oh my god, <laughs> dude, that is so fucked. I could not imagine. <laughs> Oh, I'm oh, going how away. How fucked is that? I'm going away this weekend to with uh, with Streety. But it is what family. it is. No, I know. But I'm like, Mom, I'm one so one, happy to put my feet up. Then to hear you have a box, I'm like, I just shudder. One must lift. Yeah. One must. Yeah. One must rise. Yeah. To the occasion, I actually feel pretty good. Got up out of bed yesterday and like walked the dog because the poor bastard been inside for 24 hours. I'm like, I've got to go the big lift potty in. Talk to you for a bit. Just meandered through the streets. <laughs> talk to me. You talk to me at like fucking four o'clock. That's when I got up. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm saying if you get out, it would make a big difference. Yeah, you know what else helps? Sleep until fucking four o'clock. <laughs> well, I wasn't sleeping all then. I was watching. Mate, I got up. I'll at- tell you what I was watching. I got up, got some little L's, uh, talked to a couple of people in the blower, and then. Ella and I finished off what I have really enjoyed, which is the David Beckham documentary. Dude, Punters and so Dribblers, good. if you haven't watched it, you so must. Good. Yeah. That's an order. It's, it's an it order. Is, it's the people are comparing to Last Dance. It is. Uh, it's not as good as the Last but Dance. But it's different. They're like, one of them is documenting, they're documenting kind of different things. Listen, Literally. Yeah. But like, well, different but Do you know what I mean? Well. They're not the same. They're not the same, like. No, they're not. They're not the same thing. Like, they're not documenting the Manchester season where they fucking Correct. get the treble. Correct. So it's like it's slightly different in that context. And it bounces, it bounces, around, it bounces around a little bit. Yeah, but it's... And their focus isn't necessarily on the football. It is from time to time. Some of it, but not as heavily. But not as heavily. And, like, this is also one that your missus will very much enjoy watching with you. It's not... Whereas The Last Dance, like, I know well, Steph would have been like... listen, it's one that your missus... Uh, will in, almost insist you watch. Yeah, and you'll get self-conscious, except not really because you're looking at him going, fucking hell, he was just... Yeah. Like, first thing Ella said is, I'd hit that. <laughs> <laughs> I'd hit that? Yeah. And how did you react to that in your fragile state? Well, no, she said this the other day when we first started. Okay, right. I'd to which that. I responded... Ella. So, to which I responded, so would I. Yeah. Yeah, you he's would. fucking gorgeous. Yeah, I know. He is. He is. He is delectable. I tell you what, it's almost unfair. I'm like, this guy's one of the best footballers on the planet, and he looks like that. I know. It's absurd. I know. But also, he he really grew into his hotness. Like the the young kid on the scene, you're like, yeah, like he's not an ugly kid, but you're like, when he shaves his head for the first time, you're like, yeah, ah, okay, all right, okay, Boy who's this guy? Man. Who's this guy? Yeah, diamond studded earring, righto, brah. Couple. The DOS. Dude, they're so and heavy. His earlobes are like one, hanging. In one scene, he's got some serious things. Yeah, he looks like he's... But when you see him, because I think at the end of the doco, or like when it's present day, he doesn't have him in anymore. And it almost looks like he's got... His earlobes are recovering from spaces. That's how heavy those diamond fucking things are, just weighing his lobes Over time. Down. You forget how famous he was. Yeah, you do. There's some of the stuff that I was not even aware. Again, because I'm not a huge soccer guy. Football. Uh, like the red card... When he yeah, was, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I didn't, I didn't pick up on that, and so I was mm. like, "Oh wow," because when they're all talking to the doctor, they're like, "Oh, that game, that game," and I'm like, "What fucking game?" There's some, there's a couple of lines in there as well, which like really hit you, especially if you're a little bit fucking uh, down in the dumps yesterday. <laughs> yeah, 
There's some emotional stuff in there. They sort of touch on the whole cheating scandal without but going don't. into it. I'm like, that to me says more than not just going, well, I know it was all bullshit. Well, no, that's he's that's their way of admitting it yeah. without going into it. Has to, right? 100%. Otherwise, you go, it didn't happen. Spoiler alert. Sorry, guys. I'm talking about it. Yeah, David may have played up in Spain. Shock horror. Yeah, wow. <laughs> when she wasn't there. And she was living in England. And like they're going to like he's going out with fucking all the heaviest hitters, the Galacticos. Yeah. Zidane, Zinedine Zidane, Ronaldo, Ronaldo. Roberto, Roberto Carlos. Like some serious all time studs. Yep. Who most of which are, are even interviewed, except for Zidane. But like, yeah, I wonder why Zidane's in there. Probably French. I, my guess would be that he is his manager of Real. He's probably fucking too busy for that shit. Oh, he's the manager. Mm-hmm. That's also what's interesting is this thing is very present. It goes right up until the into Miami. Messi on Messi the field. Shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I do think that Beckham was. Now this it could also be a feature of the legitimate moments where you're seeing him, but non-tattooed Beckham. Just before he leaves Manchester United to go to Real, I think's probably primo hotness Beckham. Shirtless, we're, we're, walking off the field. Lo- longer hair. Jersey, longer longer hair. hair. Yeah. I tell you what else it makes me want to do, and this is what I was trying to do before after I'd watch Narcos, is grow my hair out and slick it back like fucking Narcos. And then you see Beckham doing it, you're like, we might have to get slicked on this, bit, <laughs> on this podcast. Well, I can't get slicked. <laughs> I get afroed. I get froed. Dude, you getting fucking... But I don't even get froed because my hair gets too heavy. So it just sort of like (laughs) collapses on itself and it looks fucking sad as shit. Dude, what if we got you Jimmy Butler though? Straighten that bitch out and slick it all back. Butlered me? Yeah. It's still wool, so you can't slick it back. You'd have to gel it heavily. No, but if if you chemically straighten it... No, but what you... You're not hearing me though. It's like, he's like waves back. Mine would be like... I would have to, you'd have to, you could gel it back. Yeah, that's what you do. You brill cream it or whatever the fuck. Brill cream it, yeah. yeah. But that'd be the same as, like, not everyone's hair grows back. So you actually, you'd have to push it back. Yeah. Much like you're training a hedge. On it a would, it'd be, it's, it's, it's hard work for me though. Listen, which, you, which I don't think you're appreciating. No, no, because what I'm telling you is that you don't appreciate what chemical straightening is. So if it straightens it, then it's not, it does your old hair and the way that it behaves ceases to exist. No, incorrect. Because I've got, my hair is of, of a different consistency. What do you think Jimmy Butler's hair's consistency yeah, but, of? Yeah, I he know. He had an afro legitimately. Yeah, but that's straightened with an yeah, edge of its life. Yeah, yeah, but it wouldn't, it wouldn't last long. So that's like that's a that's a fleeting moment in time. See now, can, you got you. I don't have to live with can this. Can you thing. please tell me how long chemical straightening works in hair? I could be wrong here. I have no idea. My hair, if you grow it out, you could get me looking like David Beckham from See, a hair when, perspective. When he, when he looks it up, they'll go, "Oh mate, fucking months and shit. It's bullshit." Well, okay. there's no way. I mean, this is yeah, about four to six months. Right. Usually. So why there's are no you way. right? Why? Why? Hey, why does why are the, why are the hair? I used to go out with a girl like, who got fucking chemically strained hair. It used to last about two weeks. It's well, complete bullshit. So at least you get was, two that, weeks? was that a home job or was that a no? At the no, salon? selling job, selling job. Okay. I think that Eddie is nervous about getting his hair chemically straightened to get Beckhamed with me. It's that's it's an impossible task. We've, listen, we've still got a long way to go generally because our hair's got to grow out. So. Yeah, and I won't be growing it. <laughs> 
But I'm excited for you to wear a headband. Well, no, I wouldn't wear a headband. That's the thing. I wouldn't be headband, Beckham. Headband, not for me. Just a slick back. I'm a detective in no. I think he look. I think he had a headband in when he before he goes to Real. He can he could pull off a headband, but he could also just slick it back and it looked badass. The problem is when it's not slicked back, you look fucking disgraceful. So it's like you're going through a lot just to have like, you know, a couple of slick back looks. You'd have to be very on top of your hair, which would be a pain in the ass. It's kind of why I shaved mine at the moment because I couldn't give a fuck. I tell you what was shocking as well is realizing how fucking beta the MLS was when he first went there. Like yeah, it was like it dude. was actually way more beta than I remembered. And so and he was still the man. The man. That was the thing. It was like, oh, they're playing on like NFL. And he also and didn't shit. get paid that much. He got two hundred million. No, he didn't. That was I looked it up. That was all. That was a fucking marketing ploy by his by his management, so he'd get more fucking headlines in the news. He got like six million a year. So they just lied about what he got because it would have looked worse if it was like... Oh, no, because they wanted it. They just wanted headlines to like pump up his brand and shit. It was a brand play. They didn't mention that on the show, though, did they? No, they didn't. And they could have... They did it so that they were like... And they, the number they used is what he could potentially earn from all endorsements and everything over a five-year period. Was he there for five years? Yeah. But he had two years loan to AC Milan. So he fucked off for two years. That's when Landon Donovan, that gimp's like, turn up for the team. It's I like, know. shut up, bro. Landon, dude. You're playing for the fucking yeah, galaxy, man. I know. Like, and they're like, well, this is his Manchester United. Which I'm like, I get that. And, and, they're like, and they're like, he could have played anywhere, but yeah. he didn't. It's like, all no, right, mate. Okay. Oh, oh, Landon Donovan of... Of, of what? Turn down fucking Barcelona fame? Is yeah, that what you haven't yeah, me yeah. believe, bro? Of, I don't think so. Of... of Shave your head already, Landon. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's done. Yeah. It was done when you were playing the MLS. Let's get let's get fed income, Landon. Can you get a photo of Landon Donovan from the fucking interview in the Beckham doco? It is fucking preposterous what he's allowing to sit on top of his head. Like, absurd. Like. No, it's just, it's too much. It's long, but there's like, you know it's what? It's long and it's long gone. Yeah. You know that Danny M, that guy who like gives out all the hugs everywhere? Yeah, Danny Lim. You see that f- the 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 beard he's got, like the wispy fucking pew beard. That's mm. what it looks like. It's sitting on top of Landon Who's Donovan's pew head. Pew beard, Danny M. That nice the the dude who always gives hugs and shit. He's got he's the sign. Oh walking yes, around the, the city. guy that got bashed by the police, and also by a Chinese guy allegedly the other day. Who's thought, in court? Well, I don't know. Now you need him in the dock. So up. Landon Landon sh- has shaved it when he's playing. Well, was he? I don't know if he well, was. Well, there's some no. photos. There's photos like that sort of contradict each other. Yeah, far, far right. What like- are we doing, Landon? <laughs> That's fucking criminal. That is criminal. That's before... Eddie, just, let, just think about this. Mm. Before doing the interview, <laughs> someone's put makeup on his face. Yep. They've lit the whole thing. Yep. He's put clothes on to like, all right, I'll wear this. Yep. And no one has said a single thing about that thing on his head, including himself. It's com- well, he's, You know who should have said it? His partner or wife or husband. I don't know Every what the fucking situation is. Every single but like, person involved in that thing should have said something. Landon, do, we, do you want us to just whip this thing off? Landon, you- this is the biggest interview of your life. Yeah. No and, one and is going to remember and you before this. And you're going to roll into town wearing that on top of your head? Let's get fair income. You're in the David Beckham documentary that it's probably trending in every country on the planet. And this is how you want to... This is how you want to be remembered? Like... Da- this is... This is... You're in the, one of the hottest men ever This is now your played. legacy. This yeah. is now your legacy. This is your legacy. No disrespect there. That's tough. I get it. It's tough to have that as your legacy, but that's it. That fuzzy tuft. 
That fuzzy tongue. I'll tell you what else was funny is that guy that got Beckham to Galaxies like in tears being like, I just fucking love that side, man. Like they they were warriors oh, when, the, they, yeah, when yeah, they ended yeah. up winning the comp. The MLS, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're like, okay. All right. Like, yeah, cool. Sure. It, you know, it's the MLS, so. Funny how, though, like Beckham goes there on this huge deal, stays a season and then fucks off for two years. Yeah. To go to AC Milan. To AC Milan. Well, because he's Cause just Because like, rightly so, the guy's like, mate, I'm not picking you in the England side if you don't... play. If you're playing for the Galaxy. Yeah. He didn't... He didn't. We ended up not playing in that World Cup anyway. But, like, it's funny. You're watching the highlights. And obviously, there can be selective highlights based on the docker, but it's like him just throw... Beckham's level of skill, just passing and crossing and all this shit. And no one's like, there. No one's there. And you're just like, oh, my God. But him on the, him on the sideline in the first game, realising... How shit they but are! But as if that's as if that's got to be edited, right? Like, yeah, well, like you have it was to good have known. It was good what, editing. No, it was great editing. You have to know what it is, though. Like that you're going it's probably, into. Probably, probably, yeah. Jesus Christ, Victoria Beckham was extremely attractive when she was younger. Not to say she's not now, but she clearly had a lot of placky surge. Uh, she, they were just so hot when they were younger, weren't they? Like, fuck me, dead. They were as hot as like a couple's ever been. Hot and famous, incredibly famous, and incredibly hot. Big yeah. fan of the Beckhams. Yeah. Well, I'm a big fan of He's David. a bit OCD, that motherfucker. A in bit. His... A bit. A bit OCD. I get the vibe. Dude, he's like... Dad's f- a bit of a nutbag, and it's probably like, you know... He's also a pig every time they move somewhere. He's like, all right, I'm out of here. <laughs> yeah, I know. But... <laughs> I know. He... Dad potters around the house. He's a bit of a fucking psycho. He cleans everything to an inch of his life. Like, he'd be a bit... He'd be a bit much. Depends. It depends. If he's, cl- if he's cleaning on his own terms and, like... You know what I mean? It depends what he's making of it. If he's making everyone else be like a neat freak, you know. But he was like, he knew people had been into his wardrobe because his clothes were slightly moved. You know what I mean? He plans his entire... I only know one person who plans their entire wardrobe and usually it's only for the Sydney tests. Yeah, sure. I know who you're talking about. Um, he, yeah, he literally gets his clothes out for the week. Yeah. So on Sunday, he'll plan for the whole week. I don't even know what, how you'd know what you've got on. You've got to be reactive. You've got to be able to go, you know, you've what to call an audible, today. Yeah. You've got to be able to call an audible. You have to. It wouldn't shock me if he's pretty up to date on the weather, though. Yeah, but w- w- do we trust the fuck? We don't trust the weather a week out. No way. And neither would he, you would have thought. He'd be, he would have been burnt by the weather a few times if he's fucking setting his clothes out. If he's setting his clothes out it, it, with seven days out, he's been burnt by the weather. But he was like, they were like, they were like is this a new thing? He's like, yeah. Like, I used to do it for the next day, and now I'm doing it for everything. It's like, this sounds like a guy with a condition that's getting worse. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, it's escalating. Yeah, it's always just like, alarm not, bells Are you going to start doing a month out? Yeah. And you've got that clothes rack out in the fucking lounge room and shit. Is that the place for that? That seems Is that like the place for you're that? You're imposing your OCD on the entire family. I don't, think, I don't think you need to put that there. I think we can. I think you can just set aside an, a different area in your closet, and that's where the, that week's clothes go. They don't need to be in the lounge. No, they don't. Dad. Do you get changed in the lounge room? I'd assume not. The, the question I have is, has Beckham overgone or, like, had one of the great, like, hair transplants of all time? Like, there's a photo of him with a shaved head, just back to Landon Donovan rhetoric for a second, of fuzzy tuft fame. Mm-hmm. There was a photo of Beckham, like, with a shaved head where it's all... Like, you can see, my head's not shaved right now, but it's short. Mm-hmm. When I get it cut short, it's like a four... You can't see scalp. You see thick, true blue, unadulterated fucking follicles, right? You see hair as far as the eye can see. 
Whereas with Beckham shaved head, it's scalp city, dude. Like, listen, that's your that's your world in terms of like you've been conditioned to to, to know what to look for. So I'm going to trust what you're what you're saying. I'm just saying I, I don't, don't I don't have a strong opinion. I don't know what I'm saying, but then you see it you grow seem, out. You seem to you seem well, to well, think. then it's it's grown out. It's rich. It's thick. It's full. But then when it's shaved, you're like. It's like a fucking hologram. It wouldn't surprise me if he'd if he'd gone and. I never saw any signs of it happening. That's more where my because he would he probably went early. Got onto it as soon as he saw a sign. Yeah, and then wore caps for a while, and then yeah. bang. You got anything there, Dave? Uh, just lots of rumors. The there are people who are tying the times of him shaving his head short to the times where that would have been in preparation for surgery. So like he might have shaved his head because he was getting a hair transplant soon, and then that's why when it grew back, it looked thicker and fuller. Um, if that's the case, credit to him, because that's he's he's gone early, and he's and he's made a decisive this like he's yeah. been decisive, yeah. right? And it's paid it's paid off beautifully. It's paid off. Also, credit to me for for fucking picking up on it. Well, it's rumored. Yeah, but I didn't know that. I'm just fucking using the old. <laughs> there, there is also rumors that he also got a beard transplant. A beard transplant. Yeah. See, I don't even know how the fuck a beard transplant works. Well, I think it'd be the same as the head bit on the face. But it's a lot of work for the mush. Like, the head's like a bit more whatever. Do you know what I mean? Like, how are you, how are you jamming hair into my face? What's and making the, it look good. What's the difference? I don't really know, dude. I thought they like... Don't they like jam fucking hairs? I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. And I don't really want to get into it. I'm pretty sure they take hair, say, from the back of... Say, if you're losing, if you're, you're losing hair at the front... They take a strip of skin off the back of your head and mm. put it up the front. So because when people lose their hair naturally, it's like around the back and the sides where it stays. So they like surgically remove like the follicles from there and put it at the very yeah. top. I heard this as well, but then I, I, I used to think, or maybe they used to, was they'd slice a strip out of your head, pull it back together and then input it here. But then I heard that that's actually not what they do anymore. And they're literally pulling out tufts of hair and, like jamming them into your head. Again, we could be, we could be for hours discussing this. And, and uh, I choose, I choose not to. You choose not to. I choose not to. Anyway, great doco. Great doco. Shout out to to David Beckham. Um, just gorgeous, hot, just fabulous, just fucking. Basically. But maybe, but maybe slipping into some sort of senality. Yeah. <laughs> Potentially. Potentially, still only forty eight. Whatever, keep living. Still hot. But they were hot when they were younger. I just can't. I got a 23, 24, 25. King of the world. Spice. David Beckham. Pretty rogue as well. What, like, passed for, like, funny crowd interaction. The fact they sing that shit about his wife. They probably still would. I know, but that's, like, rogue as fuck in England. Like, Posh Spice takes up the ass. That is, that's rogue. Oh, it's very rogue. The whole crowd singing that? Yeah, yeah, it's rogue as fuck. It's fucking, mate. They like. I can't get over how hard in the paint they went after that red card. Mm. Like insane. Yeah. How hard they went. Fucking unbelievable. Considering they still went to penalties and lost. Yeah, and it wasn't a red card either. No, it, it wasn't. Was it was a disgraceful. Punters and dribblers. We are brought to you by Neds, the best betting platform in town. Um, Tell you what, if you've been following along on my profile, because obviously I've been overseas, so I've just been whacking up me bets for about even on the Neds profiles app, you'd see some 
I, th- I seem to bet better when I'm not around people and I'm just able to eyeball the talent on game day, see what's happening. It's when I'm able to be as, as, as gifted as I think I am. So basically what you're saying is it's a lot harder to bet almost a week in advance. That is games. what I'm saying, yes. Yeah. Yeah. You know, for example... You could say it's also a 24 hours before a game though, right? No, because if you're putting your bets in on Wednesday morning and there's a game Sunday night... There's also a game on Thursday. Yeah, but that, I'm not talking about that one. Right. I'm talking about the other games where maybe, you know, Nathan Cleary doesn't play yep. or Hines doesn't play. Yep. Well, Nathan Cleary did play, but Hines doesn't play. Yep. You get caught out. You do get caught out. You know? You, you do. You get caught out. If you follow along on my prof is what I'm saying is daddy, they are calling me daddy value. And I didn't come up with that either. It's embarrassing. How many bets do you get on the weekend? Two. I got three. <laughs> well, <sighs> but you're not a dad, so they can't call you daddy value. Dad of a dog. Well, you, they could call you doggy style. Value. Doggy value. I don't know. It doesn't really have the same ring to Why? it as daddy value. You've been pettist. Well, it's not pettist. You aren't a father. I'm father of a dog. No, you're not a and father tonka. of a dog. No. Yeah. No. Yeah. Shout out to Neds. We love you. Shout out to Neds. Uh, you can follow our profiles on Neds. You can also join the About Even group um, where the you know everyone's sharing their bets in there and shit. I actually followed one of Gurus yesterday, uh, which was a Joey Manu away. Yeah, it didn't get up. No, it didn't. He was very lucky that his unit scooper got up. See, I've got a bone of contention next. If that was me, there's no way I'm getting given those nine units. No, but he's no, but he's got it on, and the bet stands. Yes. So it's live. The bet's right. live. Well, I'm just saying, I don't know that I would be afforded. This is what Tobler and I were discussing anyway in the green room. I know this is still a live read. This is a bone of contention. I don't think that I would be afforded the same graces where apparently I'm not getting. So fucking, you think the bet's void altogether? Well, I'm saying you have been robbing me of units, even though all my bets were going up last week. Well, no, you, we robbed you of two bets. Two. Right. You didn't put one up for the Titans game or whatever it was, and you didn't do a unit scooper. That was all you robbed But I for. did the bets. I no, just you didn't. didn't. You didn't put them up. They went on your profile. They, they weren't went on there. my profile? No. Well, I'm gonna, I'm, I'll show you. There was one game where there was no profile bet. There wasn't. I went through it last week. You didn't do, you didn't do two bets, and you lost fucking well, two Tobler units, told and that's me, it. Tobler told me I, none of my, all my bets are void because they're not online. One of them. Okay, so Tobler doesn't even listen. You're right, so that's the problem. That's a problem. We've we've now uncovered. That you didn't do a unit scooper last week. That was void, so you lost a unit. Yep. And then there was one other bet out of eight. Okay, well, so Tobler's lying. Then. Yes, Tobler's lying to you and I. Correct. Well, he's lying on your behalf. Shocking. Thanks, Neds. Cheers, Neds. Fuck you, Tobler. Now you win some, you lose more. For free and confidential support, visit gamblinghelponline.org.au. Punters and dribblers, it's the most generous podcasters of all here, Tom and Eddie. Here to look after the punter and the dribbler, dribbler and their drinking needs. Mm. It's still rosé drinking season. We know that. It's worth having a couple of bottles laying around. Yeah, I don't expect you to drink it in the driving rain, but I just went outside and the sun's out, baby. Oh, really? Sun's out, bum's out again, and it's fucking hot out there. I'll be losing the jacket, Tom. Mm. I can promise you that. So you need a couple of cases laying around your digs. You just do. Well, it's certainly when you've got guests, you're entertaining. Hey, come round. A couple of Sheila's come round. You want to be able to crack a bottle yeah. and impress? Yeah. Of course you do. Now, you're going to get 50 bucks off each case if you use the code MANLY. That's a gift from Tom and I at hellosport.shop. Six bottles. You're getting $50 off hellosport.shop. You're welcome. You're welcome. You're welcome. Be prepared. Yeah. And if you're not prepared, you're prepared to fail. It's not the saying, but it's all right. Fail to prepare, prepare to fail. Got it. Hellosport.shop. We are talking Cricket World Cup, punters and dribblers, yeah. and when we do so, we do it on behalf of our good friends, our beautiful friends, at our amazing friends at KO. KO. 
Curve got every game of the Cricket World Cup, punters and dribblers, every single game. I started watching the Cricket World Cup last night, Australia v India, and obviously due to the fact that I was uh, still recovering from Saturday night, I fell asleep. Missed the, the, the onslaught. And by missed it, I fell asleep when Marsh was still batting. <laughs> so, <laughs> right. So okay. the KO Mini helped me this morning. Marsh uh, bowled for naught off six balls, just to give you an insight into how much I saw. Pretty weak. It was pretty. It was pretty weak sort of stuff. We started pretty well, punters and drillers. We started all right. Warner forty-one of fifty-two. Smudge forty-six of seventy-one. I'd like higher strike rates, but that's just me being a little bit. Well, it's a one day already. I think you're well within your rights for asking for it. I firstly still want to just say I love one day cricket, Eddie. I'm a big fan of it. But have we? Have, did you hear what Mark Nicholas? Mark Nicholas? Mark Nicholas, of head Nicholas. of the MCC, was basically saying like, one day is a, uh, like only for World Cups. He wants them, which I get. Like I, I, I there's a part of me that starts to understand that. What I would say is when you saw the like. When you saw the crowd for in uh, for England New Zealand to kick off the tournament a at a stadium, one hundred and twenty thousand people. Yeah, but why the fuck would you not have the host nation kicking off the tournament? But mate, it gets weirder than that. They only released the sh- the schedule like two months ago, and they only started releasing tickets fucking like a month ago, forty days ago or something. Tickets to a World Cup. Did just wh- a re- just a little why? bit. Why I don't know, mate. I it's almost like self-sabotage. Exactly. I mean, surely it's in the interest of India to have every game... Sold out. Pretty much sold also, out. Also, right? I would have thought, listen, and call me crazy, but a country of however many billions are there... 1.4? Thank you, Edward. Something like that. You'd think you'd be able to find 100,000 to come fucking watch a bit of cricket. And the rest, 120,000. That's the thing. It's the biggest stadium in India. It's fucking huge. But why kick it off with England and fucking New Zealand? Is that, a, is that a historical thing? No, I think that must be because they played in the final last World Cup. Oh, fuck. Who cares? No, we, I get I get. But that's what I'm saying is that when I said historical, I was saying, is that what they do? Uh, mm, I don't <laughs> know there if anything, every time. As there, in like every World Cup to the Is there some finals? sort of historical context to at least the game we're seeing right now? <laughs> The answer to that would be yes, they won the last one. But and I'm then saying, we go, is that something that they do? They start off every tournament. That's what I meant. And that's what I said. Yeah, well, yeah I thought you meant historical, like they do that thing every single what, year. What, England, New Zealand? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, right. Which, wait, listen, there could have been a context of that as well. Doesn't seem like you looked. Uh, <laughs> I just think. That seems a, less likely. As that well. seems way less likely. What, Dave looked? That New Zealand and England would kick things off. <laughs> I know. Do you know what I mean? It doesn't make sense that they... That to me, like, okay, sure, they won the last one. That's cool. They were in the last times. They were in That's the it. Line. They were in it. Yeah. That's fine. But they didn't do that. So in the 2019 World Cup, the first game was between the host nation, England, and South Africa. Yeah. When right. the previous World Cup final... So there's no historical precedent. New Zealand, yeah. There was, it's just... It, does, it makes no sense to me. No sense whatsoever. The first game... Should have been Australia, Australia and fucking India. And if you're like, oh, we wanted to have it on the weekend, have it start a day later and have yeah. it on Friday night or yeah. Saturday, two days later. Yeah. Just completely ridiculous. The whole thing seems to have been handled poorly from India's perspective. I don't know if this is India trying to go... We don't... See, it sounds dumb me even saying it now out loud. Of course they care about the one-day World Cup because otherwise why would they fucking ask for it? But then it feels like... The way that they've handled this just seems to make no sense whatsoever. No. They've got that, like, there'll be big games for sure, but I just think that you want to start with a little bit more of a 
bang, yeah. as they say. A big bang. A big bang. And not the big bang, the TV show, which was a visual poison. No, poison no, no, to no. the eyeballs and the soul. We're talking start of everything, sort of big bang. Well, we, the, we, yeah, the, the, the strong theory that we have about the, the big bang 13.5 yeah. billion years ago, that sort of big bang is what we were looking for and not what we got. No. Not what we got. There was about 2,000 people in the crowd, so about 118,000 short of capacity. And New Zealand humped the fuck out of England. We like that. Mm, oh, we love that. That's Sucked a good in. place to start. Obviously, Sucked in England. Obviously, they enacted sweet, sweet revenge after England cheated and made up the rules as they went last World Cup. I'll repeat what I said, I think either privately or last Thursday. I cannot believe that that World Cup was in 2019. It mm. feels like 30 years ago. Yep. It feels like a World Cup when I was a child. Well, I've some For some reason, I've mixed it up in my brain mm. that I was actually in England at the time that the World Cup was on. The first time I went, like 2013, complete. It's just no, that, that didn't happen. No, you've made that up. I've completely made you've it up. You've made that up. Kids completely made, made that it up. up. Kids completely made that up. No, you didn't, Eddie. You were in Australia in 2019. I'm happy to report. Correct. But we already discussed this. We've had fucking pandemics. We've had fucking wars start. Shamdemics. Shamdemics. Plandemics. Uh, <laughs> again, we've had, you know, Origin Series. We've had great. We've had three-time fucking premiership winners. You know, Russia and Ukraine. Mate, in 2019, fucking... The Roosters went back to back. Roosters went back to back. Which is awful. Mate, we've had a storm premiership in there. <laughs> Worked that out. You Complete I mean? madness. Complete we've madness. We've had fucking the Matildas. Tillies? That's just this year. Yeah. So was. listen, it, was, it was feels recent. like a lifetime ago. And it I does. feel like these days, our sporting schedules are now so crammed. And I don't mean that in a bad way. You fill me up, Buttercup. But like, mm. so jam-packed with shit. Mm. Something on all the time. Like usually, I remember growing up, it was like, I had periods of emptiness, longing, and sorrow for something big to happen. Whereas now I'm just like, oh my God, I roll from one thing into the next. Now there's a Cricket World Cup, which I'm pumped about. Perfect time zone. Uh, then with the Rugby World Cup still going on underneath, which I don't care about, except, you know, I'll start paying attention a little bit. There's some quarterfinals this weekend that get the dick hard. We'll get to that. Yeah. But we, what Tom and I are asking for, what we've called for, what we... It's too late now, but we wanted just a little bit more fucking panache out of the Indians. Now they beat us. Australia start well, but we got humped. We didn't. Really. That's the long and the short. Now, well, in terms of we we started batting well, yeah, and then we got and then we went through what I would call a collapse. Yep, and then we started bowling well. Uh, we had them three down. Two Should have been four down. Wasn't it two for three? It two was for three. three for two. Three for I two. Think, at one point. Then two. it was three for two, but it should. But with, and then and then was Swamp it March? Junior, Swamp Junior Junior. Yeah. He dropped an absolute fucking sitter. And it was embarrassing. But didn't get anywhere near it. No. Got absolutely nowhere near it. Was well, no, but like it, like he did, he got near it, but it no, was no, like through it, his it, arms. It, like he'd gotten okay. He got nowhere near his hands. Yeah, he got nowhere near his hands, which is where, which is how you catch. Coley went on to make what eighty seven. 85. He went 85. On. And he was on 12. Yeah, 12. He was on 12. Right. When I'm at 85. 97 for Rahul. And then no, Hard Dick, uh, 11. Not out. Can't help but feel like we might have dropped the dub. Yeah, I think so. I think so. Can't, Listen, help, but feel, can't help but feel that Catches, way. win, matches. I tell you who is a fucking fantastic cricketer analyst? Usman Khawaja. Watching him. So I was, well, I was listening to him on the Fox 
coverage mm. pre-game yep. as I put one of my two children to sleep. Mm. Shout out to Zoe Estelle. And I lay on her floor listening to it. And he is concise, clear, succinct. But like, I like, I don't know if it's, no, I don't know if it's the new toy factor where it's like, I've got the shiny new commentary toy and I'm enjoying it. But like, he's actually very good. They can, they, that can be part of it, but you can't deny quality. Yeah, it's quality. Usman's quality. As, but you and I are, I would say, proponents of quality. Love it. We love quality. Yeah. We never skimp on no, it. No, no, no. So we know. We've got that. That artisanal iron moves. Well, because well. we don't skimp on quality. And when I see something's artisanal, yeah. best believe I'm I'm paying big bucks for it. Because again, don't skimp on quality. And Usman is he's all quality. Yeah, he's artisanal. He's artisanal. Yeah. He's hand stitched. Yeah. And I think that's what why that's, he's resonating why with he's you, good. mate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Usman's no, hand stitched. Yeah. Artisanal commentary, uh, or whatever I don't know how you'd say it, artisanal cricket commentator. But he's very good. And so that sort of got me into it, and then I fell asleep. Fair enough, fair enough. Can we just look at some uh, some bowling overs here, please? Some mm-hmm. some 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 figs. One. Wicket. What did you think of Adam Zampa's glasses? Didn't see him. Literally didn't see him. What did you think of him? Interesting. Okay. An interesting choice. But Zampa is. Does he require? Does he require something to like set himself apart from the crew and everything? Well, I, thing does he doing? require? Is that are they prescription? I, I don't even know what we're looking. I at think yet. they might be because I believe he was playing with them as well in the. If these aren't the if these aren't crickets. prescription, weird odd choice. But he's always been an odd choice guy. He's like a and I get like headband I, operator. From all reports, Zampa a great guy. So this isn't knocking the man, but you no. can't help. But every time he steps out there, there's a bit of a like. Or he noticed what I noticed me for the funny getup I've got on. Mm. I've got a weird haircut. I've got an earring in. I've got some funny glasses. I've got a headband. I've got some interesting glasses on. Is is this the best glasses shot you got there? Go Could up. You zoom go in up. on it. No, that was no, no. Go up. Different day. Go up. Yeah, just yeah, zoom in. Can well. you go to Getty? All right, we've got the glasses here. Well done, Dave, on finding that. Really good stuff. Thank you. They have to be prescription. (laughs) They have to be. Do you remember when people used to wear clear lenses? No, we've already had this conversation, but it was where they had no lenses at all. Yeah, yeah, that was the the, uh, Red Foo party rock. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, you're right. These have got uh, these are like the athleisure version of red food glasses. If they aren't prescription, if they are, different story. But I've never seen him. He was wearing them during the American Cricket League that he was playing in. Okay, so it might but be it wouldn't shock thing. me there if he was flossing. What's his Instagram doing? Does he have just like day to day glasses and shit? Because if he doesn't, then I think we can all agree that they're. Wow, there's, a, there's an Adam Zampa skier. His uh, Instagram is Limoncello Pappy. Okay. For it. Limoncello Pappy. Have you got him there? Don't know what that means. I've got some other. Okay, he's got, okay. Okay, I like the Jeffrey Dahmer's on him. <laughs> so he's got glasses on there. Okay, so And he wears, probably also worth And then he's got glasses on there too. Okay. So, so he wears glasses. He wears glasses. But I also think important to add that Specsavers are one of the sponsors of Cricket Australia. 
Well, that'd just help him get free ones, you'd think. He's got he's, he's got he's got glasses in a lot of these photos. Yes. I wonder why you wouldn't do contact lenses. That being said, I would hate to stick Probably they're annoying. in my eyes. Yeah. I don't know. I don't need them. But Probably don't work well with sweat and stuff like that. True. I mean, eyeball sweat. Well, sweat that drips into the eyeball. Yeah, maybe. Congratulations. Well done, Adam Zampa. Well done. Um, but I it's straight for sure. Listen, I think we do. Well, I think we got to we got to clear up the Adam Zampa thing. I think that we're all in agreement that those are prescription. Yeah, well, I, think, well, I thought we just said that. Yeah, good. They're hundred percent prescription. Yeah. He's in glasses in all those other yeah. photos. Yeah, you got it. Which yeah. implies that he wears glasses, which is why he's got glasses on at night. Yeah, but we just wanted to make sure because there's a red food situation. There's red food precedent. Listen, listen. I'm not in any way, shape, or form. I want this on the public record comparing Adam Zamba to Red Foo. Good, and neither am I. But the question was raised by Listen, you. we had to answer it. Yeah. And I was merely raising it as a, as a potential issue. So you were connecting him to Red Food potentially. Until we did research. We yeah. do our own research on this show. On air. On air. So that you can hear. We show our working. That's exactly right. Because if you don't show your working, how would you get the answer? Because yeah. you, you might have copied it off the fat kid next to you, yeah. who's also a nerd. Correct. So well done to Adam. Uh, those glasses, a small bright spot in what was a sad evening. For <laughs> um, we got absolutely humped in the end. I think there was like, what, almost eight? 55 eight balls to go, I think. They had us by. Um, I think they got it in like 41 overs. Yeah, 41.2. That's not a good start. Not a good start. Not however, start. however, I still fucking, I still back out. I still think we win it. I still think we win. Yeah, I think we like win. If we it. catch fire, like if we take those wickets and the boys go on with it a bit more, job done. Mm. Job done. That's how I like boys it. Boys will go on with it, job done. Now, can someone tell me this? As a, uh, uh, Are our friends at the Grey Cricketer back on fucking... I think they are. They're I doing... checked the other day. It was probably a little bit early in the morning. Well, it would be the other day would be too early because the game only happened last night. You know what I mean? They, no, I'm I saying if they see, were doing all the games. They, they did one for the... Yeah, they've been doing ones, I think, every morning. There you go. That's all I needed to know. Morning glory, they're calling it. That's all I needed to know. That's all we need to know. Speaking of uh, the internet and YouTube and all that sort of shit, uh, go and check out our latest Break in the Yips where you and me took on Josh and Sebo. Uh, That is up there on the Break in the Yips. Won't tell you the result. No, no, I won't tell you the result. You can't tell We don't want to. I won't tell you the result. No, but it's up there. But it's up there. And there is a result. There is a result. It does come to a conclusion, which is good. When is Australia's next game? Thursday night against South Africa. Thursday night. Perfect timings again for us. You want to slip into a bit of fucking cricket and just enjoy yourself? Guilt-free? We're getting layups, aren't we? Is that 6 p.m., 7 p.m.? I think it's a 7.30 kickoff. Layups, dude. Layups. Straight up layups, 7.30 p.m. You mean like like take it to the rim sort of stuff, layups? I mean like... I mean, like, there's no one in front of me and I'm just meandering to the ring yeah. for the easiest layup of all time. That's what Thursday night, 7.30 yeah. is going to be, watching us destroy South Africa. Because yeah. they don't get World Cups. No, well, they don't get cricket anymore. So they don't get World Cups. That's what we do now. Well, they don't get World Cups. They don't get cricket. Layup. 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 So easy. That's all obviously live and ad free during play on KO, the home of layups. Shout out to Kai. Just shout out to Live Kai. Kings. What did you eat yesterday? <laughs> 
daddy went fucking really off paste if I can use a skiing terminology. Does off paste means off the beaten track? I think so. So off paste is basically like not groomed. Not so you're in the trees and you know right off the groom. That's as far as I am aware. I don't really know. It sounds wanky though. Off paste. I went off paste yesterday, big time. Big time. Continue. Big time. Now it started off relatively pedestrian, right? Like relatively chill. You know, I woke up. Well, I yeah, I woke up. Had a couple of pieces. So you woke of, up, perfect. A couple of pieces of toast. Woke up early. I looked after the kids. Steffi, she stayed in bed for a little bit. I have a couple of pieces of toast with the gals. Then Steffi gets up. Uh, avocado, goat's cheese, tomatoes. Pretty good. It's not bad. Two goat's more. cheeses. Well, listen, dude, that's hardly like fucking where you blew out. A bit of goat's cheese, some avocado will set you free. Went back to sleep, got up, a couple more pieces of toast. Then we all went for a big family walk, which was great. Really loved, lovely when you're, you know, tired. But it was nice. As we're in town, we go through Harris Farm, I pick up a little slice of this fucking uh, chocolate, like this little chocolate bar. A chocolate slice? No, it was a chocolate bar. A chocolate bar? I don't know how to describe because there's a specific name for it. Some sort of cho- coconut fucking chocolate thing. Who cares? It's a chocolate bar. Well, I'm just trying to get my head around what it was. It's like a little fucking that big chocolate bar. Sure. Which I promptly ate the second we left Harris Farm. You mouthed that bitch? Mouthed it. Across the road from Harris Farm was a pastry shop that Steph went into. She came out with... And now when I say she went into it, I fucking clapped her in there. I wasn't exactly telling her not to go. I waited in there with her. I followed her straight in. <laughs> um, and then I also made an order. I said, get me some cheesecake, please. So she got me a little cheesecake. Wasn't that little, but it was like... It was a piece of cheesecake. piece of cheesecake. Yeah. But like, you know... Regulation. Regulation. Maybe a bit bigger. Maybe... A big piece of cheesecake. It's like a big cheesecake muffin almost. Right. Which I housed in about fucking 75 seconds, like whilst walking, covered in dust and shit. In a back street, so I was like, fuck, if I bump into someone I know here, I'm going to be... You were in a compromising position. Very compromising. Anyway, pound that. Then daddy's like, I'm still fucking, I need some more like sugar to like, I just needed energy. I was so fucked. Got a bottle of, a can of Sprite. (laughs) (laughs) That was probably the grossest decision I made when I was a can of Sprite because it was just like, it just was gross. Went home, Steph made a lovely, uh, what was it? Mushroom and bacon creamy pasta, which I also put to, put to work, put to the sword. Then put the girls- Like a Boschiola. Like a Boschiola. Thank you. Shout out to Boschiola as well. It's good. Put the kids to bed. I'm laying on the floor of Zoe's room while she's now asleep. And I just quickly open the Uber Eats. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Send me send me 20 of your finest chicken nuggets, Mr. <laughs> McDonald's, to my house. So they arrive. <laughs> I go outside to greet him so not to rouse suspicions from my wife. <laughs> I'll meet you down the street, mate. <laughs> yeah. I'll put the fucking address a couple of houses yeah, up. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Anyway, he arrives promptly. Get inside of the kitchen, start getting into the work with those. Because I'm a good guy, I left some for Steph. She came out and had a couple more, but, like, the look on her face was one of just pure fucking disappointment <laughs> when she saw what I'd ordered. 
Had those, and I'm just thinking, all right, I go brush my teeth. I'm like, I'm done. Chewing the rack. Time to go to bed. <laughs> Come back out, and then Steph goes, oh, you brushed your teeth, did you? And I'm like, yeah. She goes, oh, I guess you won't be having any of that ice cream I got from that pastry shop, which I didn't know about. She'd snuck that one through. I'm like, oh, fuck. I don't know if I can. So I get Freya Rocher, and I'm like, well, I guess I'll be brushing my teeth twice tonight, doll. <laughs> so I hooked into that. And then I went to bed. That was all after having McDonald's when I got home on Saturday night. And McDonald's this morning. And McDonald's this morning. So it's been a fucking <laughs> god-awful 48 hours. Oh, my God. Yeah. yeah. Oh, Thomas. I enjoyed that. I, was, I don't know who we were talking to where we were saying, like... It made the, me giggle. The worst decisions you make are when you're hungover. Like, the drinking part of it is... Not really the problem. Like, no. obviously, drinking's not good for you, but, like, it's the decisions I make when I'm hung where I just get naughty as fuck. Yeah. And then for the rest of the week, I'll be sweet again. And then on the... And but then you're still, drink, but still sort of naughty today. You've made it... It's a naughty Today, s- to me, is still... I'm still on the clock of naughtiness, yeah, dude. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm not back. No. Today is also bad. Yeah. Naughty day today. Naughty morning. Naughty morning. I can't justify any naughtiness today. Naughty lunch? Fuck no, dude. I don't have a naughty lunch. Uh, to be honest, I don't need a lunch. Right. But I'll have... I'll try and, like, maybe do something. What did you get this morning? Well, I got uh, chicken nuggets, 10. Mm. Mighty McMuffin meal. Mm. And a small chalky tick show. <laughs> <laughs> small, eh? Nice. Well, well you know, yeah. large, would, show, have, large would have been too much. <laughs> Got to show a bit of restraint. Got to show a bit of restraint, mate. Anyway, so if I don't have diabetes by the end of the week, you'll know something's gone. Maybe I'm immune. Yeah. <laughs> immune to diabetes. Yeah. Anyway, listen, I just hope that this all popped up late enough in the podcast that Steph would have turned it off by now. Yeah, yeah we can only hope. Um, I tell you, we, we a little bit of a honey dickin' this morning. A little bit of a, a carrot dangled by our Portuguese mates. Oh, look, it was a, it was a honey-dicking carrot dangle. <laughs> How else do you describe it? <laughs> exactly right. <laughs> no, that was a cut-and-dried honey-dicking carrot dangle <laughs> where the fucking Portuguese are all over Fiji. It was all a, over them. To be honest, it was both nations did some honey-dicking and some carrot dangling. They yeah. both did. Fiji playing poorly. But also, but also, but also the, same, the same thing happened last week. Fiji against Georgia. Mm. The Georgia did a little bit of honey da- dick and carrot, carrot dangling. Dangle. Not not to the same degree as this morning no. where, where things really ramped up and there was a bigger pot of honey and the carrot was way bigger. Yeah, it was. But the result was always the same, right? Although not the same specifically because Fiji did actually lose to Portugal. However, the result for us is the same as yeah. that we're out. We were like that... I woke up to people being like, ooh. And I was like, bullshit. Yeah. You know what I mean? And then, oh, no. I woke up to ooh. Ooh. But it was also, and this isn't a joke, the first seconds and minutes of live World Cup rugby I've watched the entire tournament. Everything else has been after the fact. Right. I was just like, oh, okay, I'll see what happens here because this would be ridiculous in the extreme if we made it in. Like, it would have been a like one of the most sarcastic... It would, almost, been, it would have been more embarrassing almost. It would have been a complete piss take and we would have ended up playing England as well, which would have been fucking interesting. And we probably would have won. Could you imagine if we'd lost to Fiji, 
pounded by whales, still snuck through by the skin of our sacky sack sacks, beat England, made a World Cup semi, then start daring to dream. Then you start daring to, well, the berets come back on real quick. Yeah. The berets then come you, back. Then you find yourself, then you find yourself kicking around an artisanal football with a beret on, yeah. daring to dream. Throwing left to right, spirals, you 100%. know, just... Just right thinking to, about just thinking about what you can do. Well, right, the lefts. Yeah, well, I like to do the one that I'm not that good at. So oh, just getting sharpen, better. You know, yeah, we're just sharpening. Sharpen. We, we need to be working on our, yeah, yeah. On our worst quality. You're just sharpening, sharpening the tools. Yeah. Sharpening the tools. Sharpening oh, we're in a World Cup semi-final. Well, we're in a, exactly right, Tom. That's a great point you make. We are. We do find ourselves in a World Cup semi-final, daring a dream. Yeah, daring a dream. Working on our right to left, or yeah. our left to right, left to right, it's depending on which side you you know you yeah. favour. Well, you're basically your less dominant side. Yes, exactly right. Is what we're looking for. However... The reality, punters and jubblers, is this, is that we lost to Fiji and, to be honest, weren't really ever in it. Got pounded by Wales. Fiji, that same Fiji side struggled to beat Georgia and lost to Portugal. And so we sit somewhere in and around that complete mess. Yep. That's where we find ourselves. In a pool where no one was really that good except Wales, who who they weren't who even weren't, that good, who, were, who no, weren't even weren't that, that good. good. Let's let's be honest, no one was good in the pool. We call that the pool of shit. I think we were in the poo pool. The poo pool. The fact we couldn't get out of the kiddie pool with poo in it, like, is embarrassing. Listen, for us. listen. There's the pool of death. There's always a pool of death. I don't know if there was this time, but there definitely has been historically. We were in the fucking kiddie pool. The fact that our the first time we don't make a quarterfinals is when we're in the kiddie pool. Yep. Where, you know, you, there is no deep end. Like, you... That makes it even more embarrassing. And, like, we, we ended up finishing on the same... Did we finish on the same amount of points as Fiji? I think we did. Yeah, I think so, yeah. But they, they got, got in ahead point. of us, yeah. No, we have both had the same amount of bonus points. Oh, but because they beat us. I think they had a better for and against because they beat us, one of the two. I think the beating us, the beat, the, if they beat you, it's... No, but didn't... Um, Aren't we both on 11 points? Yeah, I think... But wasn't there that rule that... um. It goes back to the matches. That's what I mean. So they yeah. beat us. So that's so the that's through. the tiebreaker. Yeah. yeah, right. Which is at least fair. Like it was for and against, and they beat us. I'm like, like we did not deserve to go through. We sucked fat dicks, respectfully. Look at that. Look at that. Wow. Portugal getting their first ever World Cup win. Good on them. Fucking nice. Good on them. An entertaining pool, sort of. Sort Depends of. how you wanted to find it. Yeah. Now, the semi-quarterfinals this weekend, puns and dribblers, a couple of fucking There's some big games. Yeah. New Zealand Island really fucking jumps off the page, if I can When's point that? to that. Saturday. 6, 6 a.m. Sunday, Sunday morning. That's, that's doable. That's doable. England versus Fiji, whatever. Wales versus Argentina, another. Not whatever. England versus Fiji is fucking cool, dude. If Fiji, the thing is, Fiji have been playing like shit since they played us. But if they can get up and knock England out, Fiji into a World Cup semi is fucking huge. Yeah, that is huge. That's massive. And England have been playing like shit. Jesus Christ. England only just beat. Look at, don't Wales and Argentina just have like an absurdly, not easy because they're both playing each other, but like. The fact that one of those losers is going to be in a semi-final, respectfully, full respect, but respectfully, is insane. Because, like, basically, if you're Ireland or New Zealand, I think you win and you're in a World Cup final. Yes. Is that fair to say? Again, not having... And then you, you could, I think you could say the same with the French. The winner of France, South Africa, is in a World Cup final. Yeah. Yep. 
I think you could say that safely. I want France to win. You know Ireland's never made it out of the quarterfinals. Really? Dude, no. imagine an Ireland and France World Cup final. That's what I want. That'd be sick. That'd be unbelievable. But Ireland never Because it'd be nice to see, uh, you know, not one of the three countries that have won all the World Cups or four, whatever the fuck it is, to win. Well, listen. They say history repeats, don't they? In which case, take New Zealand to beat Ireland. Because Ireland have never got out of the quarterfinals, and it's only ever been a Southern Hemisphere side to win the World Cup, what except are, when England cheated. What is the what are Ireland paying? So Ireland have beaten New Zealand. Uh, let me just get this up. One, two, three, four, five, five out of the last eight times they've played. New Zealand two bucks is a is not like you'd have a. It's fucking, not nothing. It's not nothing. You have a look at that. You definitely have a little inquiry. You have an inquiry. An inquiry. I think yeah. you have an inquiry. Ireland beat New Zealand twice at home in 2022. Fiji uh, in 290 over England. Listen, Ireland are the real McCoy, but World Cups are different. It's a different kettle of fish. Wales, very heavy. Well, not heavy favourites, but they're favourites to beat Argentina. I like the dogs. If you took Argentina, New Zealand, Fiji, maybe not. I don't know how good Wales are. That's where a bit like. But if just looking at all these underdogs. Argentina, New what, Zealand, who, what Fiji, about Fran- South, what about Africa? France, South Africa, South Africa, uh, paying what two two ten? How much do you get for Fiji? Uh you get two ninety. And Argentina, uh, two thirty. You put that all. I think up, you take Eddie. the dogs. It's actually a twenty eight dollars same. You, you know what you do? Uh, you know you know what you're putting on? You're putting on dog bet. It's 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 dog bet, but it's also Southern Hemisphere bet. You'll notice that all the dogs are from the Southern Hemisphere. Mm. And historically, the dogs from the Southern Hemisphere bark the loudest. Yeah, woof, woof sort of stuff. Woof, woof sort of it's stuff. It's still only paying 28 bucks, but... I'm putting that on, I'm putting 100%. On, well, I'm just doing it right now. Let's just be smart about it. Dog Let's bet. be smart. Dog, dog bet, punters woof, and dribblers. Woof. woof, woof, Southern Hemisphere dogs France and Ireland are um, favourites tied at 375 to win the whole thing. New Zealand are the first Southern Hemisphere team... At four fifty, huh? take it out, like to win the who is World Cup? New Zealand are the like the shortest odds Southern Hemisphere team at four fifty. But I'm getting twenty eight bucks for the dog bet, so that's what I'm putting on. Yeah, mm. and I'm boosting that bitch. Yeah, I'm boosting. I'm in the process. I'm just seeing how I can get. What What do I have to put on to get it exactly a thousand dollar return? Um, if it's like, twenty eight bucks. Probably forty bucks. Thirty-five dollars seventy-one-ish. Close. Close. Kid was close. Kid was close. Um, boosted and everything just goes out the window. Dog bet puns and dribblers. Follow us. We know what we're talking about. Wolf, 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 motherfucker. Friend of the show, prominent dribbler, host or one of the hosts of What's New in the Castle, Neil So the Novacastrian. We've been alerted to his appearance on a reality show called Love Triangle. Now, you can only guess what fucking happens on that. Um, season two. Season two. Love Triangle season two. So it's back. It's back. Bigger and better. Can we get a clip on his Instagram of Neil? So there's a big laughter there. His accounts yep. are managed by a third party. Do you want to chuck the sound on there? But he's been wearing a fucking Hello Sport hat in all of the fucking content, apparently. Like one of the Midnight Blues, the Origi Didge. Love that. That's powerful. kind of look like my dad. <laughs> Wow, daddy. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's, um, that's there, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> hey, not like enough of the oh, me, but nice. you know, you have an essence. 
Mate, I don't mind if girls want to call me daddy. That's fine. <laughs> if you to call me daddy, that's that's sweet. So. I'm gonna call you Fireman Dan. Fireman Dan. Yeah, it's, it flows off the tongue, doesn't it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my wow, god. Wow, that was good stuff, Neil So nice mate. Can we get something in the show? Have we got a stand login? What's, what's that bottom one? What's that one of him running? Is that oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. is that like a promotional video? Like that one there. Have to be, right? Big tall and handsome. <laughs> nah, I'm joking. I'm just a twenty seven year old bloke who loves his footy and going to the pub with my mates. I've been single for a few years now. Been focusing on self development. Definitely try and look after myself for my field of work. You've got to um, take care of your fitness. I'm working in a high-risk job, but it's something I absolutely love. It's the best opportunity to be able to work in my local community. It's something I'm very proud of. Okay. You didn't see one single shot of Nilsson in that. I think they were hiding him. Oh, uh, okay. You know what I mean? They were hiding him, even though they posted that video to his... Personal, personal Instagram. Yeah, I don't know where they've obviously posted. Can we that get? Elsewhere. I don't like. I know it's a love triangle show, right? Given, but who's name. who's in the love triangle? Is it Nilso, Nilso and two girls? Is it two girls and Nilso has like? So uh, I'm still trying to wrap my head around this because in all the like meet the Aussie singles vying for love, there's a group of like uh, seven of which Nilso isn't a part of. You saw that promo photo at the end of those clips. Yes. He wasn't in that. And all the synopsis on the Nine website says is, from the producers of Married at First Sight, Love Triangle challenges a group of singles to relinquish their grasp on what they think the perfect partner should look like and instead choose someone sight unseen based on a deeper connection. So I, I would- That's I, like the same as Married at First Sight. But are they following the other seven in detail and then Nilso's like one of these guys that they see sight on? Doesn't that, isn't that what Married at First Sight is? You fucking married someone sight I think it's similar. Unseen. Like in this second episode, uh, like um, they've each been matched with two potential love interests and will choose one based on three days of spicy, surprising texting. So maybe they're given two people to text with and then that's why all the text message to go shit. on the date with. Yeah, so okay. the seven. So there's there's six main singles, right. and they're each matched with two suitors, as they're called. Right. So Nilso's a suitor. Yeah. yeah. And they can only communicate via text and phone calls. No one can physically describe themselves. So selfies, FaceTiming out of the equation. Then after three days of that, the singles must choose the match they think has the most potential. Then they meet face to face before moving in together. For the ultimate relationship test. So Nilso's been chosen, I would assume, because and he's getting called daddy. Well, I don't know if that means he's been chosen. That's that looks like their very first meeting, and that's an awkward encounter. With but she, but it just it just said that they text for two days, then they make a choice, then they meet after three days, and then they move in together. Oh, so so were you listening? Not really, dude. No. To be honest, I was zoning out. I was thinking about the show generally, and I was like, wait a minute. So like. Just fast, just Neil so getting into his reality TV work was also like just getting into my, into my fucking. It's brain. not his first. It's not his first. No, nah, he's done another reality show. He has. Is a fucking. He loves it. He loves it. Good on you, mate. Good on you. I uh, hope we'll we'll keep a, a close then, eye on this. Yeah, I, I want to see. I want to. I want to watch the show. Well, I want him to find love. Fucking, I don't want him to find love, but you I want to. I want to watch the show where he's rocking a midnight blue baggy. Getting into his work. You know what I'm saying? I want to see him in a midnight blue, yeah. Fucking oath. 
Just wrapping the podcast. That's the right. Stage. No, we'll keep a very close eye on this punters. It was very close eye. What's it called again? Love Triangle. Mm-hmm. Good on you, Neil, sir. Keep ripping, son. Punters and dribblers, if you haven't already heard out yarn with the one and only Tim Zoo up on all podcast platforms right now. Came out last night on YouTube and on Spotify, et al, iTunes, whatever. But he fights this Sunday. He does. Mendoza. Correct. Uh, it's his first official defense of his world title, which he got. He was the interim, but then as soon as Charlo stepped in the ring to fight Canelo, he was stripped, and Tim became the full un, uh, the full champ. Undisputed? Would you call it undisputed? WBO? No. Not really, because there's too many fucking whatever. He's the champ. Um, so it's his first. Official he's just defense. the WBO champion. I yes, believe. I just. He's no longer the fucking interim. He's the full champ. Uh, that come yes, yeah, so that takes place on Sunday, which I'll definitely be watching. Um, but good yarn with old Timmy Zoo. Go give it a listen. He's a fucking ledge. Yeah, I think your opinion. You may have a, an opinion of him, and that will certainly change. I reckon the opinion I had of him fully was just that, like, he was quiet, quiet. And that's what I mean. It'll yeah. change. And then when you, you go, speak oh, this to guy's him, a dude. oh, he's actually not. He's probably just getting asked the exact same questions in every single. And he doesn't want to answer them because yeah. he's over it. Yeah, that's the certainly the fucking takeaway I got. Yeah. The bloke's an absolute dude. Yeah, he's a dude. Cool dude. Simple as that. Good dude, cool dude, nice dude. Now now a dear friend. Oh, we're just, well, good, close, personal friend. We're just stacking up close, personal friends at the moment. Well, you can never have enough, can you? No. Nah. And CPFs. No, nah, you can't have enough CPFs. I'm of the opinion that one can never have enough CPFs. Yeah. And we've just got another one. It's yep. as simple as that. Yep. It's beyond dispute. I think I think I think Tim gets a fucking another huge dub this Sunday. That's my prediction. He's made he's made everyone look light work to this point. Light work. So let's hope that continues. Yes. Let us hope. Let us hope. Kids can dream. Now, before we go, because I don't know if we got anything else, anything I've missed, anything we said we were going to talk There's about. The marathon, the, the new world record in the marathon. Look, I don't really give a rat's ass about yeah. the marathon. Good on him, but he's wearing sneaky shoes. Like, I don't know if it's allowed. Is this going to be super suit error in shoes and marathon situation? He was wearing the same shoes as Kipchoge, I think. So. Oh, so that's okay. I thought yeah, he was... Yeah. It was a, no, he's not in the one and done Adidas's. Oh, we actually did talk about that, didn't we? We did. Okay. Well, good on him. It's pretty impressive. Two hours, 35 seconds. Yeah. What was his name? Uh, Kelvin Kiptum. 23, third marathon ever. He's got three of the top six times ever. And he's now got the world record. I don't understand how you can... He's obviously run that far before, right? This is his first, like, professional Official marathons. Official marathons. Guy's an absolute freak. Two hours will be broken, I think, under on his watch, which was considered impossible. Couldn't be done. He's just run a two-hour, 35-second marathon. So I think there's every fucking chance he does that. Mm. Well, the time he took off Kipchoge's time is basically what he's got to go. Which is still significant, though. Like, that's a lot. 35 seconds. Yeah. Yeah, it's heaps. But he's, he just took 35 seconds off Kipchoge. Which would only, if I'm being Mr. Fucking Glass Half Empty, is like, well, fuck. So he's got to do that again. That would be quite a moment. We took, like, he took, he took almost, he took, like, 50 seconds off his personal best. Well. He's, yeah. I think he's just moving in that right direction, you know what I'm saying? Mm. Well, he's certainly moving in the right direction. Yeah. If he's taking 50 seconds off his Correct. best time and 34 seconds off Kipchoge's time. Correct. You would argue he's going in the perfect direction. The best direction possible. Yep. To break two hours. Well, he's got to get 36 seconds. Good luck to him. All the very best of luck to you, young runner. 
I've forgotten to speak about this girl on every single podcast for maybe, what, like 12 months. Some of you may remember this gentleman, this footballer, Luke Cavell, played for the Sharks and the Bunnies, maybe somewhere else. I don't know, but definitely Sharks, definitely Bunnies. His daughter, Chloe, of 13 years old fame, is like close to the greatest female street skater on the planet. Is that the video you shared yesterday? Yeah. Dude, she fucking... So the Street League was out in Australia, which is a sort of the like professional street skateboarding league, as you would think, given it's called Street League. Um, and it was like, it came out to Australia. She won the chicks. Uh, there was some like, again, and like, it's funny because when you're watching the women, obviously they can't do as hectic shit as the men. So sometimes you're seeing tricks that they do and the crowd's going fucking psycho and not fully being across skate shit. Like mm. just knowing, like you're sort of going, that doesn't look that hectic, but the crowd's going wild and then you, you get the context. But mm. whatever the fuck she did yesterday, uh, Got everyone up and out of their seats. But she's won heaps of tournaments. She won an X Games gold recently. Yeah, she's the youngest woman to ever win gold at the X Games. She's also the youngest athlete to ever win two X Games medals. And this is her second in a row street league victory. She won the previous tournament in Tokyo as well. Yeah, so we've got a serious weapon on our hands. And, like, I get it's skateboarding, right? So it's probably it's sometimes difficult for that to get any mainstream coverage. But Chloe Cavell, Luke Cavell's daughter, now Chloe Cavell's dad. So she's an absolute beast. Freak, freak. X Games gold dominates yesterday at Ken Rosewell Arena in Sydney. Yep. Homebush Park. What a spot. What a spot. Perfect place for it. Love Perfect it. Like Niger and shit came out. Yeah, that's what I mean. I was looking to see who he came out to give an idea, to get me an idea of like whether this, whether they just go to all of them or whether yeah. some of them like, you know what, I'll take the Australian leg of this off. Yes. But it was good to see someone like Niger come out. Fucking oath. Anyway. Uh, that was cool. Chloe Cavell. Shout out to Chloe Cavell. What did she land? She, I think she sort of like 50 to rail and then kick flipped off it. Love it. Yeah, 50-50 backflip on the round rail. Love that. And I know what that back means. Backflip so. or kick flip? Kick flip. Thank you. 50-50 backflip. Yep. Fucking hell. Uh, is that us, Edward? Is there anything in rugby league that we've missed? Dylan Edwards into camp for Josh Adokar, who got... Naughty boy suspension for punching on at the Corey knockout. Been a naughty boy. Nah. So, look, happy for Dylan. You and I were talking about him, bloke. He's going to need to cure cancer to get a rep jersey. Well, he must have done it. Yeah. I tell you what, Desi Hasler's just eyeballed that $100,000 yeah. from fucking, you know, the preseason comp and <laughs> gone, I'll have that. Yeah, he's going to yoink that from yeah, us, yeah, isn't yeah. he? Yeah. It, yeah, it's reeking of a yoink. Yeah, yeah. Well, listen, thank God we won it then. Otherwise, we'd be fucked. We, we needed to win that tournament. Otherwise, Desi would be... It's just, it's a suspicious number to me. You know what? Let's make it a clean hundred. Yeah, let's do that. Let me yoink that from you. Congrats on winning, yoink. Yoink. Fucking Des. I actually, though... I respect it. Same. <laughs> I, respect I respect it. it. Des is a fucking operator, and we shouldn't have let him go. Listen, so he, 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 he sees a club with no money, but then sees a club that has 100K coming in, yeah. or may have already come in and gone, yoink. But also, we completely fucked him. Now, I'm not talking about litigiously get off me asshole, Lee Hadjipatelis. I'm just saying, I don't know whether legally we fucked him, but certainly on vibe we fucked him. And so, if there is any recourse for litigiously, not specifically you, Lee, just generally speaking, well, people you're just, you're of talking, the litigious talking, nature yes, correct. to get involved and scoop up our fucking preseason champ money, yes, that wouldn't shock me either. No, it wouldn't shock me. It wouldn't shock at all. 
Wouldn't shock at all. Shout out to Des. Shout I mean, out I respect yeah. it. I fucking miss him. Good luck on the Goldie, bro. Good luck on the Goldie. I miss you. Miss you, mate. Can I say that? Can I be honest? Whoa. Whoa, 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 whoa. Is that Wham Bam? Wow, that's that a man who scored three tries in a GF. <laughs> oh, God. You, you, I tell you what you never see, punters and dribblers, you never see it. You just never you see never it. You never see... The tuxedo shorts. No, you know what? I think I've seen LeBron rock it up, like, up to a game, like, but 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 not litigiously, who we respect greatly. Don't sue us. Um, Ezra Mam rocking the short sock combo and the tux and the fingernails painted out the ass to the Broncos awards night is one of the great calls all time. Again, you don't see the tuxedo shorts enough. That They've, there's a real place for them. But the so- the socks. The, to be honest, that gives me the confidence to think that kid can win a comp. There's something about the hubris required to rock the tuxedo short that just gives me well, off the back of a three try. You know, grab you've got to you've got to be you've got to be very comfortable in your own skin. You've got to be. You've got to be fucking at the peak of your powers. Is this the equivalent to, and we reference back again our good friends at the great cricketer who have spoken this concept into existence, at least in my mind, of the best 100 you ever scores in a losing side, right? Because you did all you could. You can walk around the dressing shed swinging your dick. Is this a three-try grand final loss? There's, there is no way, Tom, that he, he wears the almost extinct... Tuxedo short. Yeah. If he doesn't score three grand, is uh, three it the trials. thylacine and then tuxedo short? In terms of things are extinct that we aren't sure if they're extinct. Like when they're spotted every once in a while. Yeah, every every once in a while. Yeah. That's the Tasmanian tiger for those. The that, thylacine the for thylacine. those of you that don't understand or don't yeah. know. It's yeah. uh, it's yeah. Latin. well, because there would have been people out there confused. What's a thylacine? Now yeah. you know. Well, silly. You never see the tuxedo short, but then. When you see it on a man who scored three tries in a grand final loss, it makes complete and utter sense. Yeah. You go, oh, okay, I get it. Things we thought were extinct. Thylacine, tuxedo shorts, probably like a frog somewhere, like in like a marshland. Hasn't been seen for 50 years. Dodos. Dodo. Well, yeah, dodos. You know what I mean? Yeah. Can you find some other extinction for us, Dave? Because that's definitely something we make a graphic of. <laughs> <laughs> I love it though. I'm a huge oh, tuxedo short guy. I love it. I wham, bam, wham, bam, wham bam can do whatever he wants. Has that been propagated through the social media world anywhere? Like I haven't seen that anywhere. Uh, this might be. Uh, it was posted this morning at 9am on Fox Sports. So it might still be fresh to a lot of people's eyes. Let's get that up on the gram right now. The, uh, the quagga is a, another recently extinct animal, which looks to be some type of cross between, I want to say like a zebra and a horse. Well, okay. The quagga. Mm. But that looks like it might be. A, is that like is 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 a quagga a thing or is that just a breeding thing? That's what I was. Where gonna they've say. got a horse to fuck a zebra. Well, it's a subspecies of the zebra that was endemic to South Africa until it was hunted to extinction. Right. It Qu- is. It could not be more half and half if it wanted to. It's completely half and half. And so, what they found it still alive. Well, there's a photo of it here from 1870. Well, geez, I wonder if that one's still alive. alive. The only specimen that's photographed alive. Right, so, so that, 
but so so unlike the tuxedo short, which we thought was extinct, but have now realised isn't extinct. Well, I'd I'd argue that potentially there are some quaggers getting around, getting around that we just don't know about, like the thylacine, like the thylacine, like the tuxedo short. Correct. Like, then when you see him, you go, "Holy, holy shit. shit!" The quagga's still getting into its. Correct. Way. That's exactly what I'm saying. Or like a volcano erupts that we all thought was extinct. Yeah. Yeah. Is that us, buddy? I think that's got to be, man. I think so, mate. I love you. Shout out to the punter. Shout out to the dribbler. Shout out to you. Shout out to Shout, out, shout out to everyone. Us. Shout out to us. Yeah. Shout out to Big shout Day Rosé. Shout out to Big Rose. Day Rosé. On sale at best till Thursday, but it'll probably run out before then. Thanks to everyone who's gotten on board, though. But it's just, I mean, you want to talk slipping season. It has just gone down a tree, <coughs> and it'll go. That's it. Bye. Bye-bye. Could you two just not talk anymore? Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.